Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish-tech-news. Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast. Uh, my name is Shane Leonard. Today I'm joined by Philip Lovestrom. Uh, CEO and co-founder of Opibus. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Shane. Pleasure to be here. Okay, to start with, could you tell me a bit about your background and what your company does? Uh, absolutely. So uh, I'm a mechanical engineer from the beginning. I've been doing electric vehicles for the past, um, well, roughly, roughly 10 years by now. Uh, so I've been able to see the change at the forefront of it, which has been extremely exciting. Um, I uh, I founded a company called Opibus. We're based in Nairobi. Uh, so we started about four years ago and set up our operations here in 2018. And then um, our focus has always been to deliver climate solutions and uh, technology that is available today, um, sort of as an answer towards the statement that, you know, we don't, we don't have the um, climate solutions for the mitigation efforts that we need to do or technology needs to catch up. And, and our whole philosophy is that climate solutions are here, electric vehicles are here. You have the, uh, we have all the solutions we need. We just need to package them correctly. So we saw a gap in the East African market or the Sub-Saharan African market. And we said that nobody's actually focusing on these markets. It's the fastest growing market in the world. Um, we have a massive part of the population transitioning from um, transitioning into uh, middle class and upper middle class. Um, we have a lot of growth happening on sort of all sectors and there's a lot of growth pain. And we said, why, why do we have to keep on rebuilding the infrastructure of the past? We should make sure that the um, capacity exists to build electric vehicles locally um, by Kenyans for Kenyans and by extension by East Africans for East Africans. Um, so we have we have pretty much set up our operation focusing on with the technology we can get access to to today, the parts and components to build electric vehicles. What type of market case do they fit? What type of business case do they fit? In which, in which sectors and areas can we get the proper return on investment? Um, which you usually find in commercial vehicles, such as buses, trucks, um, motorbikes, and motorbike taxis, right? Because they drive a very specific distance every day. Charging infrastructure becomes a lot easier, and um, and return on investment becomes something that you can actually calculate compared to privatized transport, where it's all very ad hoc and and uh, randomized um, to a lot of it, where suddenly someone will feel the need to drive from, I don't know which which cities to use as a reference, but but from Paris to Madrid over the weekend. Um, And um, that that just doesn't happen with commercial vehicles, right? Uh, If you have a bus line running 45 kilometers, there's no way you decide to then move that bus and take that somewhere else. We can build very specific solutions that has a very um, specific use case that that brings climate tech to to uh, to fruition today instead of waiting. So, method is that methodology and and sort of original thought is that 
um, we just focus on on where it makes business sense for the user, right? Uh, so are all your operations based in Kendu? Yeah, all the operations are here. We built a, um, three and a half years ago with six people. We're almost a hundred people right now. Um, and we're growing quite, quite rapidly, um, adding more engineering capacity and sort of the level of, of the engineering that we do is that instead of us developing a new motor, we, we want to work with the you know, best motor manufacturers in the world. So we, we buy components from a lot of other people and we view ourselves as, as um, uh, system engineers and, and you know, packaging these components. We've done quite a lot of conversions, which is, um, which is in, in essence to take it from, uh, to, to remove the internal combustion engine of something and put in an electric motor, battery pack, control electronics, um, and everything, everything like that. And that just reduces the investment into putting more cars on the road uh, quite quickly. Um, so we're trying to do this in a serialized way and that gives us the possibility of offering um, solutions that are, that are made locally. Uh, however, for the, um, for the motorbikes um, that we also manufacture, we're doing them completely from scratch, which is quite exciting. It's the first, first motorbike, um, first electric motorbike to be completely manufactured in all of Africa, as far as we know. Do you think electric vehicles are even feasible in Kenya? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the whole foundation of, of uh, what I do here. Um, it's quite, it's quite clear that electric vehicles is um, uh, superior to petrol vehicles, and we're just trying to build. We're just trying to build our production capacity as much as possible to meet the demand. Um, um, and then, of course, you have a you have a curve of um, you have a curve where where you'll you'll have to you know reduce prices and. Uh, hits different markets, right? Hits hits super cheap um, four by four vehicles on the roads or whatever it is. But at this point, there's a lot of low hanging fruit that we can make electric um, immediately. So, with Africa being one of the fastest growing transportation markets, what potential do you see for electric vehicles in the region? Um, so, there is massive potential because huge parts of the i mean i mean for one um this it's very difficult to to speak about africa as, as one unit but the the common denominator is that everything is growing very very fast in almost all markets um uh there's a few economies in recession but um almost everywhere you see a growth and you see a lot of new infrastructure being built and you see a lot of um new um uh, new vehicles hitting the ground, um, and etc. And, and the opportunity just lies in the fact that where where electric vehicles are today, and where the whole technology sphere of electric um, electric mobility has come to a point where we just have it. It's no longer about you know the first adopters being very excited about electric vehicles, either from a tech perspective or from an environmental perspective. It's now to, at a point where the price levels are just, do you want to spend less on fuel? Okay, then you get an electric vehicle. It's, it's a minimal difference um, in your initial investments to get electric vehicles. And since we're at that point with the technology itself, um, we're, we're at the point where electric vehicles just make sense for everyone buying 
cars and motorbikes and, and vehicles right now because it comes down to economics. Do you want to do you want to save 50% of your operating expenditure? You go electric and you save even more depending on where you get your electricity from and all of those kind of things. Yeah. Uh, so what makes your approach at OPBus unique to others? Um, I think the the major part is is like we've spoken about is, is the fact that we don't we don't focus on you know spending eight years developing the perfect vehicle. We focus on what kind of components and what what uh, type of tech is accessible today, and then we then we make that available by packaging it and by packaging it in the right way. We also have a massive control of cost and price, um, and we are able to quite quickly and rapidly change setup in our in our vehicles or um, whatever it is um, with with battery tech or whatever so we're quite agnostic when it comes to chemistries when it comes to you know, all of those kind of things so that that gives us the possibility of quite rapidly putting products on the market and then quite rapidly having a return on investment for our clients and us being profitable um, so I think just that just that focus on on Looking at looking at the the business case for the clients and then adapting our technical development to that makes it different and makes it unique. There's a quote in the news article posted on Irish Tech News last week. Uh, it says, "We have a responsibility to the coming generations and the earth as a whole." Could you speak a bit about that and what you feel your responsibility is? No, I mean we have. Um, that is very much part of the foundation of what we founded the company on. Um, taking taking responsibility for something that everybody should take responsibility for. Um, in the in the quote, someone someone needs to do something. Everyone is a someone, and we believe strongly that whoever you are and whatever you're doing, you have you have a part to play. And if that is you know, uh, making changes in your private life or influencing your workplace, we believe that everybody should use and harness their skills to make the world a better place. And um, we have decided that our our primary skills is building things, building companies, building vehicles, and um, using our skills to the to the fullest um, to be able to accelerate the transition to electric vehicles as much as we can. Um, so I think this responsibility not only comes comes to us, but comes to everyone. Everyone is a part of doing, um, every, everyone should be a part of doing as much as they can as soon as possible. Do you think we'll ever reach 100% electric vehicle usage? Yeah, uh, quite much. It depends on sort of where, where you see it and how you define that 100%. Um, Will we be at 100% electric vehicle usage? Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm 100% convinced of that. Um, will we still have, you know, the odd, uh, you know, classic Ferrari running around on on petrol? Probably yes. I mean, some things are are some things are going to stick around, um, but I don't think that those units that stick around um, one should be counted to the transport uh, network. That's a that's a toy that someone is playing with. And two, that single Ferrari is not going to make a difference back and forth. We need to change the vast majority of, of the full transport network. And that is what, what's going to matter. 
to be fair though, to be fair though, an, an electric an electric Ferrari would be would be a lot more fun than a petrol Ferrari. Is my is my strong strong um, <laughs> um, what's it called advocacy. Uh, so Philip, to finish up, uh, where can people find out more about you and what you do? So you can definitely go to our Instagram and follow our posts and updates there. You can follow us on, on LinkedIn. Um, we just search for Opibus. And then you will be able to um, just go to our webpage, which is www.opibus.se. And you will be able to see uh, press releases and news articles, as well as having a look at all of our fantastic products on there. Okay, thanks. It's been great talking to you. Thank you very much, Shane. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. On Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE. And on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.